Hello everyone, welcome back. Chandra Zas, Zen Odyssey. So stoked you're here, as always. All right, so this week, Mythbuster number three, I am going to bust the myth that anxiety is inevitable. I have been talking to so many people who are really struggling with anxiety and anxiety. One of my friends even said to the point of like, my anxiety is becoming debilitating. And this year, 2020 and COVID and social distancing and so much fear of getting sick, fear of dying, fear of the unknowns that are all really in our face right now are great opportunities for our brain to go wild and to produce a lot of anxiety. So I wanna, even though most people think that anxiety is just here and there's no solution and I wanna bust this myth that anxiety is not inevitable if you know how to manage your brain, you know how to manage your thoughts and you know how to feel your feelings. This is the way through and out of anxiety. All right, so it's a little bit complicated, um, but I'm gonna make it as simple as possible and so that you can apply this right now in your life. Anxiety, when we're, and this is why, because anxiety, it is a totally not useful emotion and it causes a lot of problems in our life. When we're feeling anxious, we're disconnected from ourself. When we're feeling anxious, we're often overeating or undereating. It directly affects our gut health, our gut function. In addition to like affecting the gut function is also our immune function. And our gut, our gut function, immune function are hand in hand. So it's more important than ever to learn how to manage our anxiety so that our gut function stays really good, that we're eating good food, that we're treating ourselves well, and that we're feeling good. Feeling good. Okay, so one of the big reasons why anxiety is a problem in our society and in our culture is that we've been raised to believe that bad feelings are bad. So, and I'm gonna differentiate the difference between useful and indulgent emotions. So I'm gonna, so we have believed collectively that feeling bad is a problem. And even our primal brain believes that feeling bad is a problem because if we feel bad, then something bad's happening and we might die. So our primal brain is trying to help us survive. But there, the, the way out is understanding the difference of this little complex thing that we have. We are complex creatures. Okay, so feeling bad. When we feel bad, we have been taught to ignore, suppress, avoid bad feelings. And when we do this, we accumulate emotions in our body and we start to feel anxious. So when we feel sadness and we go into autopilot of avoiding our sadness, then the sadness starts to accumulate and we start to feel anxious. We start to disconnect from ourselves, and we start to feel this kind of tense vibration in our body. I have been processing sadness lately, the last 
many months, but really specifically the last few weeks, I've arrived back to California and I have not seen many of my friends and family and loved ones in a year and a half. And I want more than anything to reconnect, hug, spend time with people that I really, really miss and love. And the reality is, is that the more people that I see, the more people that I hug, the more people that my little one interacts with, the higher risk we are to people that we see. So I've gone through kind of a conflicted process where I've decided to be more on the limited side of who I see and which means that I'm not seeing and hugging and connecting with the people that I really love. And I feel, even just saying it, I feel a great sadness. What I feel when I, when I feel the vibration, the physical vibration of sadness in my body, I feel a heaviness and an achiness around my heart and my chest. I feel this kind of, this weight and this heaviness. And I also feel kind of like this droopiness across my face. I feel kind of this, you know, it makes me want to make a sad face. I'm sad. I'm really, really sad. But if I avoid this sadness, which I've done many times in my life, I, try, I say, oh, this is a bad feeling. I just shouldn't be feeling. I'm just going to avoid it. I'm just going to not think about it. I'm just going to kind of ignore it and distract myself with other things. With, I'm going to stimulate my brain and watch TV. I'm going to distract myself with anything. What happens is that sadness is still here. And so it kind of starts to build up and accumulate. And then that's what leads to anxiety. But the way to, to avoid anxiety or to deal with anxiety is turn around and say, okay, and this is what I do. I'm like, okay, I feel anxious. And I, you can see me closing my eyes a lot because it is me tuning into my inner world and my body. I actually feel it. Just talking about it is making me sad. Just thinking about it, talking about the reality, thinking about my friends I can't see makes me sad. I, make, I feel sad because all of our thoughts come from, all of our feelings come from our thoughts. So when I, when I tune into this, when I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little anxious. Why am I feeling anxious? Okay, I'm feeling anxious because I'm like underneath this anxious is this, this really big sadness. Okay, so now I know. I know how to process emotions. So what I do is I spend time with myself. I, I block off some time that's focused. I can't do it with my little one around because I'm she grabs so much of my attention but I'd find some quiet time and I lean into that feeling. I feel what the physical vibration feels like and I just breathe into it, I allow it, I notice it and as I spend time with it, it starts to kind of shift. It changes colors, it changes shapes, it changes the texture, the sensation, the feeling literally starts to shift and change. And after, sometimes it only takes a few minutes Sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes it takes a little cry. Sometimes it takes a little bit more time, but sometimes it just takes a couple minutes of just being with it, feeling it, acknowledging it, allowing it to kind of move. And as it moves and shifts, it, it, it generally dissipates. And if it doesn't totally dissipate, it mostly dissipates. It's, it kind of, it's like literally processed through our energetic body. And like with my current situation, with my sadness about seeing my friends, it comes in waves, it comes back. It's not just a one-time deal. There are some emotions, some bad emotions that you kind of just need, they're a one-off. 
but you know with something like this it's kind of a repetitive thing i have to it comes in waves and i have to kind of just breathe into it and you know regularly take some time to just acknowledge and own and be okay with that i'm sad it's okay to be sad sadness is a part of life sadness is part of the human experience it's one of the 50 50 feelings that's that's really important to feel because without sadness we don't have the other range of all the happiness and when we are trying to avoid this 50 percent of life that's negative and hard and bad that's when we produce anxiety that's when we create tension in our body and when we accumulate feelings in our energetic systems so the way through anxiety is towards your emotions. Here's it where it gets, here's the kind of, here's the other piece of anxiety. It's kind of two-parted. So there's the worthy emotions that are important to go towards and feel and lean into. Sadness, anger, disappointment, Mm, those emotions there's a few more but I'm I mean there's many many more but those are like you get the main category and then there's the indulgent emotions there's the worry overwhelm confusion self-doubt victimhood these emotions pretend to be really useful and they also produce a lot of tension in our body and a lot of kind of something close to anxiety you can even call it anxiety but these emotions are not useful. They, they don't really process, ever process all the way through our body. They just hang out and they get us stuck in these spaces. So if this is what's causing your, you know, if you're worried about the future, which is like the easiest thing to worry about these days. So if you're worried about the future, you're producing a lot of anxiety as you keep going down those thought trails and you keep allowing your brain to think about all of the potential horrible things that are happening, could happen, you're, you're letting your brain produce anxiety or produce worry. Worry is something that's very, very close to anxiety. And these emotions, these indulgent emotions, this, the place to go to address these is in our brains, is in our thoughts. So it's differentiating what type of emotion it is. Is it a useful emotion to go towards and feel? Is it an indulgent emotion to look, okay, what is the story that I'm allowing my brain to go down here and create this feeling for me? And that's where the thought work comes in. That's where telling a new story, um, choosing a new perspective, or sometimes even just talking back to your brain and saying, look, no one can know what the future is. There's no point. I'm only producing all of these bad feelings for myself. There's no point in, I can't solve the future by worrying about it today. So this is kind of where like more mental self-talk comes in to address these anxiety producing feelings. So that's, those are like the big gun tools that I have for anxiety and one of, for me, what I have noticed is that anxiety is the precursor to depression. So it starts with a bad feeling and then we ignore the bad feeling. We suppress it, we avoid it, we don't deal with the bad feeling and it accumulates and it starts to produce anxiety. And then if we live in that anxiety and we don't address the anxiety and we don't address the bad feeling underneath the anxiety, then we start to feel depressed and really heavy 
and then that's yeah it's it's a it's a gnarly snowball effect it's a gnarly process that i have been down and lived down for a lot of my life and finding the way out has been so incredibly relieving you know it still doesn't make life rainbows and daisies it still doesn't make life perfect but it makes life way more enjoyable way more livable when i know how to address my feelings and how to solve my anxiety and even i don't i i i feel anxious very occasionally and when i feel it i feel it very short like very briefly because i know what's causing it and then i just get into investigative mode i'm like okay what's underneath the anxiety what feeling is like hanging around that i haven't yet addressed and and felt and dealt with so yeah, honestly, in my, I, I mean, this is Mythbuster number three, and this is part of my program launch that I'm so excited about. And last week I talked about like the food and mood journal and, and planning everything and, and making decisions from a different part of our brain. This is a really big portion of the food part of my program. But the emotional part is, is equally important to the food part. Because when we're feeling bad, we don't eat good. We eat, we overeat, we undereat, we eat indulgent foods, and we're eventually it accumulates in our gut. So as my clients are making food changes, I think the most important doorway that makes those food changes possible is doing all of this emotional work. The emotional work, the learning how to feel our negative feelings and not eating our negative feelings and not using food and distractions to deal with our negative feelings, it is a life changer. It makes eating healthy really easy. It really affects what we do and how we treat ourselves and how we eat. So yeah, negative emotions and differentiating everything that I just shared with you guys today is like there's a lot more to it and there's a lot of practice and there's a lot of really diving into this and seeing what are the thoughts in your head? What are the beliefs in your head? How, how have you learned to navigate the world and is it useful or which ways can we reprogram and retrain so that you're navigating your life from a much more empowered place and you know how to feel the feelings and also do the mental work that changes our emotional reality and really emotions is how we experience life like how we feel really matters yeah so anyway I could go on about this forever and stay tuned for next week I'm super excited for Mythbuster number four and until then Take care of yourself, do some of this work, drop into your feelings, feel the worthy feelings, probably sadness, anger, frustration, feel these feelings and realize that they're coming from a thought, realizing that what's creating it and spend time with it. And then also notice these other indulgent emotions, these regret and blame and victimhood and worry and confusion and start to figure out what thoughts are producing those feelings. And just this piece of just becoming aware is so useful. All right, ciao, till next week. Have a beautiful week.
I wish you all the best. And I wish you all the ability to feel the worst. This is, this is where life pops. Cool. Ciao.